1: Oh will, you've got all these <laughs> stupid thoughts, huh? It's sort of encroaching uh, on my territory. This is oh. a new character, stupid thought, Billio, and will, I've even s- s- uh huh. What's who's what's that? You you
0: think that this is your territory? Oh, this is well, the Wild I'm, West, señor. You are absolutely I put my flag down first and I said this is my land in Stupid Thought Territory.
1: Have you ever have you ever looked up and seen this giant neon sign that says Billio Stupid Thought Emporium? I mean, that feels like a pretty <laughs> big planted flag.
0: Uh,
1: how'd you even get neon <laughs> back in the 1800s? Uh, just, well, everyone else was is looking is- for gold. I struck neon. wow you really
0: and you really figured it out real quick like yeah no no one
1: else figured it out it was all me don't look into it any further now, the only
0: thing stupider than that would be if I had a big side that also had a big boxing glove. Oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then I press this one big button. Well, that'd be a shame, <laughs>
1: wouldn't it? Ooh. <laughs> that feels oh. like corporate on corporate violence. I don't know. Yeah, so now you're
0: paying attention to corporate America. <laughs> Oh and Lord. The current blood blast that we find ourselves in in th- these here United States.
1: These here United States. Will, I have a story for you from today. I visited my, oh. this is a to- hard topic shift, but I decided it was what? worth throwing in here. I visited well, get my. Get over
0: there. <laughs> my donkey doesn't want to go to that. Ch- well, let's go over it's there. Let's got to get
1: over here. I visited my grandparents today, and my granddad is, uh, He he was he was a minister for a long time in his mm-hmm. career. In his career days, he revealed to me today, quite the juicy morsel, which is that (laughs) he's never really liked organ music. (laughs) 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 I thought that was just too good. (laughs) And he said it like this. He said it like this. You know, when an organ player gets in front of the organ, (laughs) it's never a small show for them. They're doing it all. They're doing the most. And <laughs> who needs all that? Uh, who needs all that? <laughs> what? You, you contracted this man this I person. Like you, I thought you, that was fantastic. That is absolutely a
0: grandparent <laughs> thing. Just like, what are we going to do? Huh? What are you going to do about that? What are you going to do? I never really seems like it. Seems like. A little bit much they, these <laughs> organ players they have such big egos they gotta have the biggest pianos possible like, <laughs> of course they gotta they're like they're what is he complaining about it's not like I, he's trying to get acdc and then I for a crowd know, of I, like 50 old people like
1: being just, like i can't believe they have a <laughs> expected big crowds i don't know maybe there maybe there was a little feud going on where he wanted to select some of the hymns and he didn't have the control over that who knows who's to say
0: I don't know. I, I'm just it, prognosticating
1: how, here. If
0: he he was probably for a long time a preacher. Yeah. Um, you probably had a lot of uh <laughs> begone demons who just like, it's Pokemon. It's, Poke- <laughs> <laughs> it's Pokemon. <laughs> it's, just,
1: it's Dungeons Bacon. and Dragons, granddad. Okay. But if You ever I, I mean, would you a, rather have the minister who every time the organ comes on they're like, ugh. Or when the, when the organ, or when the organ comes on, the organ comes on. They're like, this one, this is my jam. Actually, okay. <laughs> okay. This if he yes, if he's miked up and I heard it, uh, that I
0: think I would absolutely die laughing. Because so I prefer that. But I do love if he did a little like jig and just like, hey, ooh, ooh I love this jam, it. and it's like. Brr, brr. <laughs> Because it's church music is always just like it's the Jesus lap- Christ is risen today. If he's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like having yeah, a great time. <laughs> I
1: do I do appreciate wonderful. that every organ operator known to man has decided to turn the volume to the max on their organ. No, it's blaring in there. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Come on. You got It's flowing through them. Yeah. That's like right. he
0: said, they got the passion. They got the, the passion. The passion.
1: <laughs> is there any other
0: career that is less – more about the passion than being a (laughs) small-town organ player.
1: Because you don't get any spotlight because no one knows who you
0: are. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody goes up to you. Like, maybe maybe the nice old lady will be like, that
1: was such lovely
0: organ (laughs) No one's ever coming up like, like, hey, Frank, killer
1: show today, dude. Like, loving the
0: vibes. You're not going to get any bras thrown at you. Right. If As an organ player, Uh (laughs) you're going to only get – but I do understand it from his point of view because I worked at a Five Guys mm-hmm. and they had a corporate mandate that you could only play classic rock. Okay. And this is I only weird. worked this there for codified. a few years. And I now fucking hate classic <laughs> rock. <laughs> so I can understand if you weren't already jazzed about organ music right. from the get go, if the, it became like 50 years of your life of like, brr.
1: right. He's <laughs> like, oh, God. Oh, man. But you know what? (laughs) Just too much sometimes.
0: I remember my childhood of sitting on the street corners of Segment City, Mm -hmm. listening to my cassette tapes of just organ music. organ
1: music, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And everyone threw rocks at me but you know what i love those tunes
1: oh, wait so but you were listening to them on your why were people throwing rocks? you weren't you're were minding your own business and people yeah but no, people I, was, <laughs> I was on my scoop and i was just oh, listening okay. really loud because
0: <laughs> once again you cannot listen to quiet organ music oh right
1: so even though it was your cassettes it was really loud okay yeah, yeah i, I said
0: it to, to 11 yeah yeah on my my player but that's just that's just how things go in segment city mm-hmm. you know i'm will kane and i'm I'm, I still hold those bruises from those rocks. Yeah. But I hold the power of organ music
1: in my soul. And I'm Theosabakos, and my eardrums are shot to hell, but <laughs> it's only doubled my sense of taste. It, whoa! Mm. It's like Daredevil, except yeah. you're Deaf Devil. Deaf Devil, but and I there taste I go. really good.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm a super taster. Oh, and also, you your ears were shot because you got shot through the ear, <laughs> through one the ear, ear and it came out the other the, ear. Exactly right. And this is a podcast in which Theo and I, we present segments each week. We dumpster dive our way through the internet. We get all those good comedy morsels and we package them into segments. This week, I, I'm going to start with a will stupid thought. You tried to plant your flag and my Plan my territory. flag. Come on, man. But I'm going to take that back. There is nothing more frustrating in this world than watching a television program, a movie, some other form of media that has some things having to do with your profession Mm. and getting them absolutely wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As programmers, Uh it is rife. There's like, because (laughs) I think it took (laughs) until like Mr. Robot for anyone to figure out like, how to make programming sexy. Yeah. Because it's not. It's like, not, it's no. A, it's typing on a thing. But like, I watched uh, Russian Doll and she's a video game programmer, which like kind of comes up. And also her like, they always do that thing of like, you got so famous from this one video game that you made. And it's like Dig Dug. Like it's <laughs> like a nothing <laughs> game. Like it doesn't even look fun. It's like nobody, like, nobody knows anybody one.
1: who's... There's not a famous... Game developer who's who's busted into the main the popular yeah. culture right mainstream popular Absolutely. culture there doesn't maybe exist maybe like
0: Shigeru Miyamoto who's the most famous game developer and even who's then
1: ever if you asked your mom who invented Mario she'd be like uh, uh was his Mario? name did Mario that- invent Mario yeah <laughs> <CEO> of course <laughs> Mr Nintendo Mr. himself. Nintendo. Most she, most parents still can't pronounce M- Mario correctly, let alone know Mario. the creator. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you got to. Maybe that's a
0: northeast thing. I don't know. Maybe. but it's. But in Black Mirror, Mirror, she w- got texted to come do a code review, which was in a little office. Like they w- all got into a conference. I'm room, sorry, she I said, quit on the spot. I'm sorry, you can't call me into a room all, for a code review. Which is not how code reviews work, no. everyone. Because you just get a message with a link, being like, "Hey, can you review this? Maybe." Like, the, and then you look at it and on GitHub or something, and you go, "Uh huh, that looks good to me, I guess." Because you can just kind of or you and leave maybe comments out there the so they can see them later. And you leave comments there. You don't say it to their face. You do the coward's way out. <laughs> you just you message them about it. But um, she also she was like. I found a bug in your code and I just fixed it. And they just had a wireframe model of a human. And then he started like running in (laughs) that, like, like the animation and the graphics were broken. Uh And I was like, oh, fucking, what are you talking about? Like, that would not, if you broke the animation, it would, uh, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's How also not do programming. Do what is this? That's not is programming. This <laughs> like everything was
0: wrong. Like it was literally, I told my girlfriend, it's like the person had a conversation at a party with a programmer and they're like, so what do you do? And they're like, well, we have uh, t- code reviews and things. And they are like, okay, I got enough. Okay, like, I got it. Yeah, enough. I'm going <laughs> to the, I'm going to the gist of it. We're good. And Action. then he didn't even, <laughs> we, uh, but a code review is like, didn't even get that part. Right. <laughs> like just, uh, I get you nerd shit. There's, I do appreciate
1: then, that. Uh, whoever, Maybe in the 80s, maybe earlier, whatever movie had the first ever hacker and the first oh ever God. hacker who said, I'm in, they just they just <laughs> nailed it. Hey, they nailed it in one because they just have kept saying, Colonial. I'm in for the past four decades. And it's just, have, everyone has been saying it for 40 years. I'm in.
0: Theo, uh-huh. I think you and I should have a movie night where we watch the- 90s classic Hackers,
1: Hackers, which is has
0: Angelina <laughs> Jolie with short hair. Uh-huh. Um, it has everybody with screen names, uh-huh. they all go like, I'm the Iceman. Um, it has, uh, oh god, what's the actor's name? I love him so much. I can't believe he played Shaggy in the live action Scooby Doo. He's in it and he's, um, absolutely balls to the wall because he's in the screen <laughs> too. And he's just like crazy. And he has like dreadlocks and like the tiniest little glasses that you've ever seen, like the Incredible. sunglasses. And he goes, we're hacking in, glasses. man. And at one point, he, he goes hack
2: the world.
0: Like the, <laughs> the main character, like yells that out of a card. He goes hack the world, and then he, the other character goes, yeah, hack the world. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's like great. My shit. Yeah, it's exactly that. But I don't mind that because that's cartoon hacking like right. it's it's everyone people on two keyboards going bah, 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 bah. it's so dumb and so unrealistic that i'm like this <laughs> is fine like i'm not gonna be like the people who are like i'm a medieval sword historian and uh, oh the battles here are completely inaccurate like i'm not a <laughs> kind of guy but like when you get so close when you do like when you have a conversation with the programmer and you don't even get all the details that's when i get mad well you got to
1: dramatize it somehow i mean there's no drama in yeah, a code review no, there really isn't. Unless someone's being, being passive-aggressive, which does happen. It was just to establish that she had a job
0: and that she uh, is good at it. Okay. It was the only point of the scene. So a bug <laughs> it doesn't in come it. up. You know. But anyway, hopefully there's not a bug in our
1: system with your next segment. Hack the segment! What? Hack oh! the world! <laughs> <laughs> our first segment, my first segment, comes to you from thetakeout.com, as is per usual. Thank you, The Takeout. Ooh. And this one, relevant to hacking, it's called TikTok Hacks Might Work, But They're Still Annoying. TikTok hacks? TikTok hacks. It's a whole genre of like, you know, like life hacking. Life hacks? hacks. Yeah, like stupid life hacks, but specifically to do with food. I thought you were talking about, because we were talking about programming hacking, I was Uh like, are people fucking hacking into TikTok? Like these teens? Wow, these teens are really onto something. They're really doing their work. The newest trend, breaking TikTok. (laughs) It starts off, TikTok hacks is a phrase that always manages to make me feel gaslit. You know the type, the videos that insinuate a given product is always supposed to be used a certain way that none of us have ever actually witnessed before. Wherever Mm -hmm. possible, I try the so-called hack for myself just so I can test the validity of this claim. When they work, uh, I'm pretty angry. How dare the internet (laughs) be correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Still useful or not, TikTok hacks are pretty annoying. A whole bunch of creators and even brands themselves are gaining social clout by mischaracterizing a jumble of random tricks as intentional design elements. Let's take a look at a mm. few offenders, shall we? Number one, TikTok's popcorn lie. What? Oh. was. Popcorn lie. It's all right. My rage this. was fully ignit, ignited. Ignite. That's not a word. Ignite. Ignite. <laughs> Ignite <by laughs> you're so bad you <laughs> By a hack involving microwave popcorn, my favorite nighttime snack and occasional depression dinner. In 2021, mm-hmm. user, whoever, went viral yeah. for a video depicting how you're supposed to shake the popcorn kernels you haven't popped. The user makes micro, microwave popcorn, then shakes the bag upside down over a bowl so that the unpopped kernels fall through the open slit at the opposite end. Implying that this is what the slit was there for in the first place. No. You know what I'm talking about?
0: It's yeah, the, I know exactly whether, no, it's, what they're. Like, what we're
1: referring to is the steam slit. Right? Yeah, the
0: steam slit. It's for steam because I'm even trying to think of like the the pachink or. Uh, but is it pachinko that the ball goes down? Oh the, yeah, yeah. Like, and e- hits e- all e- the e- pegs e- the, yeah. of, of the corn. I wouldn't get all the corn kernels out. The tiny hole. Like that's <laughs> not how you would have
1: steam coming out, and you're like, ow, ow, ow!
0: I got these fucking kernels out though.
1: Like yeah, they're <laughs> acting as if this is like a cure. Also, hey, when you why even bother? Why it's bother? It's at the bottom of the thing. It's <laughs> at the bottom of the thing. Why bother? <laughs> Just <laughs> don't why even? Uh, p- p- scoop about This <laughs> is solving a problem that didn't
0: exist. What? Literally all these problems (laughs) (laughs) because I I did I know what you what they're referring to because on Reddit they also have like DIY DIY why did people do that or like food bad food hacks and stuff where it's just people doing and a lot of those I feel like is specifically baiting like it's trying to get people outraged half of them yeah it's outraged by being so stupid
1: but this is weird like that's a weird one to (laughs) get people outraged over the uh it continues here's something i wish i knew before my 30s the user says a tone of exasperation as if this popcorn trick is something every adult ought to know or as if it was life changing i mean yeah who cares (laughs) (laughs) the thing is i thought everyone knew and i still believe everyone knows is that the opening in the popcorn bag is to vent steam so the bag doesn't explode when you're popping it and so you don't horribly burn yourself when you tear the bag open the bag exactly what we're saying I called Orville Redenbacher's customer service line to get (laughs) to the bottom of this. The wait was too long (laughs) for my attention span, so I emailed them instead. Kanagra Brands, which oversees Orville, emailed me back under 24 hours with a detailed form letter containing the instructions on how to make microwave popcorn. I responded that Kanagra didn't answer the question re the kernels. A day later, the company wrote back, we encourage our consumers to enjoy our popcorn either directly from the bag or poured out into a bowl. If you prefer to, you may shake the unpopped kernels from the bag prior to consumption so yeah confirmed you may use the kernel release methods but the company it's not your What's you're supposed to do
0: no that's and that's a classic corporate response i'm like, just kind uh, of reiterating sure. like i don't there's some corporate i'm so glad that they didn't get somebody on the phone and be like so the, so- the kernel window
1: <laughs> and they're just like what do you fucking doing? why imagine, like, what'd you imagine you what's call the point? you call the customer service line and you're like you're waiting and you're waiting. And, you know, after 45 minutes, like, hello, this is Orville. Go for yeah. questions. <laughs> and they're like, what? Am, what? himself? The man uh, himself. I feel like if you're if you're the customer service agent for a brand, they should just have everyone answer as that name. Like customer service support for Wendy's. Just say, you're, hello, this is Wendy. How can I answer no, your question? You can't do that because that,
0: <laughs> that gets into like reporting issues and stuff. And they also report no, it's the great. calls. So
1: that <laughs> it's all just own your, represent have, yourselves.
0: I would love it, especially if they tried to, like, do a little voice. If they go, like,
1: hello, I'm Ronald McDonald. And you go, oh, I'm I'm, good, good, actually. Okay, I don't actually have a question. Sorry. Uh, Other TikTok hack conspiracies. It's not just big corn and its devotees that are trying to pull one over on us. Ritz recently attempted to break the internet by trying to convince us the crackers are shaped like that so that you can cut cheese slices with their scalloped edges. What? Cheese slicing is Ritz claims act what the scallops are actually for. They're talking about the little bumps, the little bumps yeah, on the edge bu- of the ritz. Yeah,
0: but that's they want that to be like you know how you get those grooved like plastic knives. Like I feel like those are that do a lot nothing. For, like the, 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 the yeah the cheap bad ones <laughs> that will break after the like ones going that, to a hard cheese. They aren't
1: serrated. They just sort of have a wavy pattern on the yeah. edge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah. it's like they think that like th- less
1: the the only thing more flimsy than plastic.
0: Is a Ritz cracker. That's exactly Sorry. what the next line
1: says. It says, The vi- the video has more than half a million views, but think about it for two seconds. We all know that a Ritz cracker will crumble when set against anything harder than an American cheese left in the sun, which is totally yeah. true. They're, they're the flimsiest things on, on earth. Like, you grab it too the hard and it crumbs
0: co- in, in the cheese. Like, it, a disaster. Unless you're eating an
1: entire thing of only brie like if you have a big block of brie that you want to eat ritz are like express explicitly for putting cheese on top when you are thinking of things Mm. when you've got it when you've got a dip you do not reach for the ritz crackers to dip in said dip because you know Mm. you're gonna have an elephant graveyard of half ritz crackers stuck in that bowl (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna have some bog bodies in there (laughs) You're you're gonna find some some stragglers Uh, Sometimes it seems like the hacks are designed purely to spread chaos. Take this trick involving how to open a box of Tic Tac mints. Countless videos lament the problem of always getting too many Tic Tacs from the container with each shake. And the delightfully simple hack involves opening the box upside down so that only one candy slides out into the pilled shaped groove on the underside of the lid. I promise you, even if this works for you, lucky for you, you do not have the technique for this. You will spill the entire container all over yourself, and you have to put them back into the container one by one before they get orange or dye green all over your hands. Hardly revelatory. <sighs> revelatory. Yeah.
0: Why Why are, is this really, is, is this where we've gotten for first world problems? I'm getting too many Tic Tacs?
1: If it's a real problem, the Tic Tac Corporation would have figured it out, huh? This is this is the lie of corporate efficiency. <laughs> it's absolutely, this is the found, lie.
0: there's some executive who's like, "We the design
1: has worked for the last 300 years. <laughs> like, the, we are gonna change it now." Like, oh my god! Like, uh, <laughs> Tic Tac is gonna like vertically integrate with tuna fish, and they're like, "We get your butt stinky, and then we get it <laughs> clean." Come on, back and forth don't we give, go. <laughs> don't give them ideas. <laughs> Make some fucking tuna fish Ritz crackers soon. Ugh. You like see like the 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 news acquisition it's like they've bought chicken to the sea they've done it <laughs> <laughs> the newest from
0: Nabisco tuna <laughs> Oreos
1: no oh, no gross <laughs> cats will love it humans will eat it <laughs> Does this, is it a big problem for you that your cat's breath is always stinking like raw dead fish do you want to match the stinkiness? Do you want to have a battle with your cat's stinky breath? <laughs> you then want to really <laughs> put him in his place?
0: So <laughs> sure, you're top of the ladder here of the fucking shit mouth. Central. Oh no!
1: I'd bet you that somewhere in Japan, they have a, a, a seafood flavored Oreo. I wouldn't put it past them. They seafood flavor everything over there. Crazy. They would somehow find a way to make it delicious though. Yeah, it would probably. That's either. what I, I would bet that. Fishball Oreo. <laughs> it's like two chocolate crackers and yeah, yeah. just fishball in the middle. <laughs> oh, nasty. it's always, It's a giant fishball <laughs> between two chocolate crackers. People are like go, taking off the top orio. of the bottom and they're like licking it and then throwing away the crack, the, the, the cookies. Like, I just like <laughs> the fishball. So they just have a fish head. And
0: you're like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're of, whoa! it's still got the eyes
1: staring. <laughs> Gross. But, that's all but I've got other, for my that, crazy oh, that's, Listen, it's just people doing stupid things. It is people
0: doing stupid things. Do, do you know a lot of people are doing a lot of stupid things recently? Tell me about it. And uh, I have a in the news story uh-huh. that is a person doing uh, a very dumb thing. I think this is. I don't think this is the dumbest criminal thing I've ever seen, but it's up there. Wow, it's okay. it's very high. Uh, this is. This is by the way, came out uh at the same in the same week, I think, uh, as the Air National Guard uh guy who got who hacked into stuff and leaked stuff onto like Discord servers oh, wow. and okay. Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. Did you the Pentagon leak or whatever? Bad week for the Air National Guard because Parody Hitman website na- nabs Air National Guardsman after he allegedly applied for murder for hire jobs. Yikes, what? He's trying to go full berry? <laughs> <laughs> he is, yeah. But he's doing it in the dumbest way possible by literally Googling <laughs> like, <"The> Hitman. <laughs> <"The> hitman, <laughs> please. I went on Indeed and put myself as Hitman. So, this is an article from April 16th, 2023, uh, from uh, NBCNews.com by Myrna Sheriff. An Air National Guardsman was arrested and charged Thursday with applying to be a Hitman on a parody website, officials say. Josiah Ernesto Garcia, 21, of Tennessee, came across www.rentahitman.com. Oh, my God. Some people. <laughs> as, Come on. As, as he was searching for contract mercenary jobs to support his family. Oh, my God. The most fucking... This man thinks <laughs> he is John McClane. He thinks he I is an I to do this pro, to
1: perfect my family. Come on. I got to do it to protect them. Come on.
0: I watch Predator and they start with the mission by being cool commandos. So uh-huh. I'm going to do that, but without being murdered yeah. by the Predator. I'm
1: just going to do a lot of flexing and then, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office for Middle Tennessee said in a statement the website was created in 2005 and to advertise a cybersecurity startup. But when it failed, it would get inquiries for Hitman services. <laughs> <laughs> so these people are like, "Hey, you hiring? Like, what's, what? What's your rate?" Because they were just idiots. Uh, so its administrator converted it to a parody site with false testimonials from people who claim to have used its services. The crim- oh criminal complaint says. So this guy's having a ball. He's, I love the, <laughs> the owner of this website being like, "I mean, I might as well lean in, like, do some parody. Shit. Well. I'm going to get some Mad nice Magazine project. <laughs> level stuff." Garcia applied on the website for work as a hitman in February, sub- submitting identification documents and a resume, oh my God. as well as, quote, indicating he was an expert marksman, earning him the nickname, and uh, please cue up a groan, Reaper. <sighs> his nickname,
1: uh. <laughs> you know, probably also his Call of Duty call sign. Do you is think Reaper. he's, hey, on a scale from one to Punisher tattoo, where is he at? Uh, he thinks he's the punisher. Yeah, okay. Which all right. is the worst of all. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, quote,
0: was employed in Air National Guard since July 2021. You know, a wizened, barely two years under his belt. Like, <laughs> he, he was just <laughs> in Air National Guard. He just got out of basic training and is like, yeah, I could probably do that. Yeah. Uh, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. Garcia f- continued to follow up on the website for about a month. submitting even more identifying information including (laughs) his
1: home address oh my god (laughs) and his headshot oh my god dude this isn't like you're not renting a car (laughs) like you don't need to take a picture with your license like i wonder what that picture
0: (laughs) looked like of him actually they they have a picture of him, but it is just him. I wonder if it's the picture they have. It's him taking a selfie in a mirror in his Get national guard like outfit with the beret and everything. So I hope that's what he had for his. Oh my god! <laughs> he submitted, because oh, could you imagine him in the bathroom just being like, "Okay, is the lighting right for my hitman services?" <laughs> oh, like, that
1: one doesn't look good. Let me retake that.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, and he eventually agreed to kill someone for five thousand dollars, which I got to say. Selling yourself a little bit uh oh. low there, fella. I don't know how I f- like five thousand. Oh. How do I how do I gauge if that's a fair price or not? Like I don't think that's a. F- it, oh, I guess <laughs> it depends on the per- person because if imagine- they go five thousand to kill the president, like that's <laughs> you're not going to take that job. But if it's like, can you go kill a meth addict <laughs> underneath a bridge? Like I think that might be worth
1: five thousand. I don't know. Is this like a like a services listing where you like you're like oh this guy charges five thousand but look this guy he's only charging two thousand I'll go with the two thousand guy like lowest lowest like, bidder or if it's like a one of those
0: like European escort sites where it has like prices and it has like sexy poses and <laughs> stuff <laughs> they're just like the go and kill Mario <laughs> and he's just like hello uh.
1: <laughs> I stomp on them for you <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so he. Uh, agreed to kill someone for $5,000 in a conversation with an undercover FBI
1: agent. According <laughs> here, to the criminal here, are complaint. Are you a cop? Yes. Alright, cool. Here's a picture of my headshot and my whole address. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my resume
0: so you can see I'm an excellent marksman and have earned the name Reaper. <laughs> by who,
1: by who, Who's given out these nicknames? You just, he did. He gave it to himself. Wait a minute. You, know you gave yourself this? Oh, you gave yourself this nickname? He absolutely gave it oh. the. himself. Could you? I thought you uh, were such what? a cool guy before that. Oh, oh really? Go- <laughs> oh man, I thought you were such a cool guy before I realized that.
0: Before, I, before you told me you're a reaper, you just <laughs> were showing me your, all your gun collection, yeah. and that's always thrilling to me. Yeah,
1: your wraparound sunglasses were really doing it for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but okay, this is established. This is another piece of evidence in my growing uh, body of evidence from documentaries that I've seen that there, there is no actual market for hitmen. It is just all CIA and FBI agents uh-huh. yeah, asking for right. hitman services right. for them to immediately go. You're under arrest because it's like every single <laughs> like you're you're Tiger arrest. King. That was and the whole thing with Tiger King because he he asked a dude and then that guy I think had a conversation with like the FBI. Like immediately, like, yeah. immediately goes to the FBI. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why people think being a hitman's an actual job. Like maybe if you're you're like fucking Richard Kuklinski and you're just like in the 80s and they're like, nobody attracts people. Like what <laughs> I are could you just disappear do? to Mexico at any given moment. What are you gonna do? Yeah. So uh quote on Wednesday, Garcia met the undercover agent at a park in Hendersonville, Tennessee, and was provided with a target package of a fictional individual. I wonder if it was like his own picture of these, like, oh <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no.
1: Oh shit Or if he goes
0: like, is this Gumby? Like, <laughs> is this Fabio? Wait, the wait, one thing I, is this?
1: The one thing I fear more than death, a bad customer experience. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the customer's always right. He <laughs> <laughs> like, like, got to his head. Yeah. Uh, so, w- which included photographs and other information about the individual to be killed and a down payment of, uh, $2,500, so after Half that, now, half later. Uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office said, quote, after agreeing to the terms of the murder arrangement, Garcia asked the agent if he needed to provide a photograph of the dead body. Garcia was then arrested by FBI agents. <laughs> you
1: know what? That crosses <laughs> the line. We now <laughs> have enough to bring you in. Before you asked that question, you were fine. Now, this is I think a trap. More, you're done. I I do feel like that adds, that's just adding to
0: the case. Mm-hmm. Like, that's they probably recorded that and they went, done done deal like this done deal. Is the the most up. open clus- closed he had headshots yeah he <laughs> head his resume like, what are you doing <sighs> uh so and so FBI agents in a subsequent search of his home recovered an AR style rifle Garcia was charged with the use of interstate commerce facilities and the commission of murder for hire if he is found guilty he could face up to 10 years in prison the FBI investigation continues hmm. so that is, and so that'll, it's an ongoing story. We don't know if he actually, I mean, this is so cut and dry. Seems this guy's a chat. fucking moron. Yeah. Uh, but you, you know, like, there's a certain kind of person who kind of thinks action movies are real. Yeah. And I think this guy is one of them. Yeah. Like, he's 21, literally, 21 year old idiot. That he thinks he's just Sheesh. like I'm gonna go and you know what I've been playing a lot of mercenaries on PlayStation Two mm-hmm. and I think I w- want to get into that kind of <laughs> profession.
1: <laughs> if only his parents had gifted him successful professional chef for PS2, he could have yeah, had a that different be, life,
0: you know, or burnout. Oh no, that's what he got no, in the game. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> got him.
1: That's DJ. a fun, That's a good joke,
0: and that's how we're gonna end this segment
1: let's uh mosey
0: on mosey on oh well will no, from your sense.
1: stories of real dumb crime i'm gonna bring Ooh. you stories of real dumb crime
0: oh wow we, we're in we're really right in now. sync today this
1: is going <laughs> this is crazy my first uh my first report i've got two for you mm-hmm. this is from 2022 man tries to rob store with a cucumber <laughs> pretty good <laughs> watch out cats think that this is a snake and it just might be <laughs> it just might. Be. you never know never 28 know. 28 year old gary ruff may not have been the brightest bulb in the bunch but he was creative <laughs> gary needed money and <laughs> no, so he decided no. to do what everyone does when they need money they rob people yeah <laughs> uh-huh. that's pretty cut that's the idiot's way of he has money give me money the game yeah. man way gary didn't want to spend money uh he
0: he didn't want to spend money on a gun. He was just like, "That's too much." But of a he did have to expense. buy a
1: weapon to rob a store, so he came up mm-hmm. with another idea before entering the book the bookmaker's shop in Glasgow on December eighteenth, twenty third. shop <laughs> is it? <laughs> bookmakers they have I, no money. I don't know if bookmakers means makers of books or if it means like gambling recorder. Oh, person. like book bookie? like a bookie. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's what it was. That would
0: that would be more smart. I don't think, I think this person <laughs> went into like, like a secondhand store where they it's like, I've been binding these books for 20 <laughs> Give me years. Money, oh, and they okay. go, nobody ever comes in here except for weird tourists. So they go like, oh, f- oh you can start We haven't had a customer like,
1: in 14 years. Would you like a commission? Before entering the bookmaker shop in Glasgow in December 18, 2013, Gary put a cucumber in a black sock. He entered the Ladbroads bookmaker <laughs> shop in Shettleston where he pointed his cucumber at a sherry fo- very shocked female employee. He pointed it at her like, all right, yes is right. you. It was once in Scotland, so
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is a robbery.
1: The woman was named sh- uh, Andrea McIntosh and she later told authorities she, was a sh- a- she assumed the robber had a gun. Still, she refused to give him any money. <laughs> <laughs> Stupider, she was like, I thought it was a real one, but I still but said, I still said you. No way. I'm committed to this job and I've worked hard at it. Okay. I, I was going to ask if you like sp-
0: pr- spray painted it like gray or anything. Like, but you put it into a
1: sock, which is Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. For- there was an off-duty police officer who heard the commotion and ran to the rescue. Uh, Nobody's his- ever in that bookbinding shop. <laughs> must be trouble. <laughs> must be trouble. What do you see, boy? Someone in the bookmaker's shop must be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. The criminals are the only people <laughs> going there. Uh, his name was Drew White, and apparently he knocked, according to another different source, he apparently knocked Gary out with one punch. He just waltzed oh my- in there and <laughs> smacked him so hard that he knocked him out. That's according okay. to another report.
0: <laughs> Wait, we, the, last thing that, the last article about their National Guardsman thought he was a action movie <laughs> hero. This guy really is doing like, the, was the like, hero boom. punch.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed the weapon and pulled the sock off, revealing a very green and not at all gun-like cucumber. Oh, the scene as of, I thought. I wasn't scared for a moment. At the scene of the crime, if you can even call it that, Gary told the police that his little stunt was just a dare. Gary didn't seem to immediately understand <laughs> that he was in serious trouble. However, once he did realize he had this was a, it was a fucking cucumber. Am I getting going to jail for this? That was a direct quote. That's
0: a bad reasoning for, <laughs> because the, he hit hey, it as a gun specifically and he yelled a, out,
1: give me the money. And he didn't whisper joke. like,
0: it's a prank though. Like, it's don't a worry.
1: Fing, my fingers are crossed under these gloves. Come on. You don't – come on.
0: Hey, this – this cucumber, because it's a cucumber, and he quickly turned it into <laughs> a pickle. It's, <laughs> and we're in a pickle, aren't we? Well, I'm in a pickle now. As he gets punched. God. The, <laughs> I love that his dumb reasoning of being like, you're really going to call me out for this?
1: Really? Regardless of why he did it, Gary was sentenced to 40 months in prison for his action, which is just over three 40. years. Gary was found guilty yeah. of assault with the intent to rob, and he was put in a high court prison in Glasgow. Uh, quote, he was a man who had no outstanding issues that he would need need him to seek financial gain from a robbery. While he was aware that it was a vegetable in the sock, he was also aware that it may have appeared different to others.
0: Yep. I mean, that's the whole point. You didn't have it as a cucumber. Like, he hid it.
1: Yeah. If you walked into a store and said, give me all your money with a cucumber, I'm pretty sure you'd get laughed out of the place. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, but it would be a good prank then yeah good, good, good it would prank, actually bro. be a prank hey let's go let's give it a try let's see how it goes let's not <laughs> i don't want to yell at be like
0: give me all your money, give me all your
1: money! <laughs> i think i would
0: immediately be shot because a lot of people recently have been getting shot for dumb reasons in the US. <laughs> so i think me yelling give me all your money is just gonna have everyone turn around with their guns drawn and i'm like this <laughs> I'm is like, not oh, a real no, one. no <laughs> this is a fake one
1: <laughs> the uh, big one Second story comes to us from the Washington Post. Taliban commander mm. turns himself in for reward on wanted poster. <laughs>
0: we'll probably learn, but I, I would love if he was just like, I kind of look like this guy. Like, he doesn't think it's him. <laughs> he's like, hmm, let me,
1: like, wh- why would you, he's going to jail. Does he not know how wanted posters uh, work? I don't know. I can't tell you that. I don't know. Okay. Muhammad Ashan, a mid-level Taliban commander at the paktika province strolled he's a towards middle
0: a, manager a, a,
1: <laughs> he's a middle me? manager the ultimate power trip thinking he oh can get away with anything strolled towards a police checkpoint at the district of Sarhousa with the in want w- with a wanted poster bearing his own face so he had the wanted poster in hand <laughs> next
2: to his face
0: like he's flynn from tangled he's just like they didn't even get my nose right like come <laughs> Look, on
1: this is terrible he demanded the finders fee referenced on the poster a hundred dollars. <laughs>
0: a hundred dollars. <laughs> U.S. dollars. Uh,
1: pretty, pretty mid, mid-level manager. Just a yeah. very run-of-the-mill guy. They're always, always trying to squeeze as much money out <laughs> of everybody as possible, even himself. Afghan officials, perplexed by the man's misguided motives, arrested him on the spot. Ashad is suspected yeah. of plotting at least two attacks on Afghan security forces. His misdeeds prompted officials to plaster the district with hundreds of so-called be-on-the-lookout posters emblazoned with his name and likeness. When U.S. Mm. trips went to confirm that Ashan had in fact come forward to claim the finder's fee, they were initially incredulous. We asked him, is this you? Mohammed Ashan answered with an incredible amount of enthusiasm. Yes, yes, that's me. Can I get my reward <laughs> now? <laughs> we're called SBC Matthew Baker. The biometric scan confirmed that the man in Afghan custody was the insurgent they had been looking for. This is this guy is the Taliban equivalent of the Home Alone burglars, one U.S. official said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's They're making the jokes for us. Come on. They're doing it. This Come is... on. We don't even have to
1: write these. <laughs> Come on. Whoa, tough crowd. They're already making the jokes. Wanted postings are often distributed Wanted posters are often distributed by NATO forces, but rarely have such a direct impact on the apprehension of an insurgent. (laughs) (laughs) They don't think people
0: are... They should try doing Wheel of
1: Insurgent and see how it goes over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Wheel of International
0: Fugitives would actually be interesting but you know that's maybe he thought it was like wanted because he won the lottery Like, <laughs> like I'm here. so we like, can give him his
1: reward
0: what what did he maybe he was given maybe there is like a deeper actually like smart idea of like i wanted to give myself up so i could save my family but i don't think so no, i it, think he was just his dumb as shit just,
1: yeah his, his quote makes it seem like he's just real dumb <laughs> gotta love him though because it brought him to justice <laughs> By the best means possible, himself. Yes. Just you know, we're just gonna end that segment there. Just can't outdo that. Can't outdo the law. And it's coming you know for what? you. Theo, we've been having
0: I feel like we've been having a lot of crime um in this episode. Uh-huh, so I lots just of wanted crime. to um kind of bring us to do we have a theme also people being real dumb?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Real dumb. And this is uh dumb on purpose
1: what does that mean dumb on purpose How,
0: okay welcome all right, to this wikipedia historian uh-huh about the society for indecency to naked animals
1: <laughs> oh these are the people who want to put pants on every animal <laughs>
0: yeah, these are those people
1: <laughs> all right
0: yeah you actually got on pretty quick right so normally it takes like a, <laughs> me getting into it a little bit but this is, so this is a wikipedia article about uh exactly what i said the society of indecency to naked animals or cena was a satirical hoax <laughs> who is
1: that wearing pants it's <laughs> cat cena <Sina. laughs>
0: <laughs> i did that kind of thing about that cuz i tried to i will be honest there, we'll get into some things but i couldn't find any like official sources like because mm-hmm. they they mentioned interviews in this and I wanted to watch those but they didn't have them mm-hmm. but um so it was a secret satirical hoax conducted by serial prankster and God I would love to have that title uh-huh. uh, Alan Abel the group used the language and rhetoric of conservative moralists for the ins- ostensible aim of clothing quote indecent naked animals. <laughs> including domestic (laughs) pets
1: barnyard animals and large wildlife (laughs) i I love that these people looked around at the world they looked around at modern society and went no it's the animals who are wrong it's not humans who are unique for wearing pants yeah
0: i mean it's a it's (laughs) concocted to be a silly position and that's why i love it yes um because they go they go hard on it um so, and I also love the idea of wild, large wild animals, like you're chasing a moose with a bunch of pants. And you're just like, come, come here. back. <laughs> like, yeah. you're, you're decent. <laughs> uh, the society and its aims were then largely presented in the public arena on news and talk shows. Mm-hmm. People thought that fake news was fake news. Was it, real. Was, it's, it's always been propagated uh, by comedian slash improviser Buck Henry in the guise of SENA President G. Clifford Prout. From uh, 1959 through 1963. Hmm. So in 1959, Alan Abel wrote a satirical story about an imaginary organization for the Saturday Evening Post. But the editors rejected it. Abel then transformed his story into a series of press releases from the organization that garnered media attention. So he just kind of started putting out like pamphlets.
1: He started it off as satire and was like, wait a minute. I'm going to make this look very real.
0: Yeah. What you could (laughs) do in the fucking, in 1959, you could be, you could run for president
1: with like being an alien. If something, (laughs) if something is printed on paper in 1959, people are just going to assume it's a fact. Yeah, basically.
0: (laughs) Um, Looking to expand the range in impact of the hoax, April persuaded the actor Buck Henry to assume the role of the group president, G. Clifford Prout Jr., and US television news and talk show appearances. Henry, who had improv training, was able to play Prout with an intense deadpan sincerity <laughs> as well as to stay in character <laughs> through unscripted interviews. During <laughs> I love during this the end already. I love this. He's, I think this is fantastic. He's fantastic. I love I love both these guys. I, I especially love him that he was just like absolutely Like let me put my reputation on line <laughs> <Yes. laughs> to be this fake. I will let this uh, character guy. rip. Like literally the the bit was too important. He, he had to go toward, like, yes. with the bit. During the interviews, Prout was often presented as an amusing eccentric, but was otherwise taken seriously by the broadcasters who interviewed him. Abel, seen far less frequently, played the group's executive vice president, Bruce, uh, Bruce Spencer. So th- this is, I feel like... A lot of talk shows kind of do this. They kind of settle in because I've watched like comedians who like play characters and they, the news anchors never know, they're never fully in on the, they're bit. not in on like they the right because they always have a facade and they always like a side item camera of like, what do we do? Is this yeah. okay? Is this, this real? Like, trying to maintain professionalism. But I could see, like, if, if somebody was very emphatically, like, because it's not, like, the most insane position everyone, anyone's ever had. Like, you know, it's right. it's stupid as fuck. But, it, like, if somebody <laughs> said it sincerely, sincerity, with sincerity to you
1: at a party, you would, like, be like, I want to know why you think this way. Do you, this think, do you wild. think if you met someone, is that more or less ridiculous than, like, a moon landing hoaxer? Oh, God. I mean, there's the people who don't think that birds are real. Like those right. are <laughs> yeah, birds
0: aren't real, yeah. That but lo- that's kind of a goof
1: position too, isn't it? Like, that's not a real... Yeah,
0: that's a goof, yeah, a lot of those are kind of goof positions, but it's like the people, I people really believe the moon landing, but it's also, right. I feel like it's colored by, like, co- video editing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. whereas this, is like, I don't like, it's like a moral thing, yeah. as opposed to, <laughs> which is more interesting to be like, so you're morally against <laughs> animals. It's indecent their, and improper. Like, they've always been like that like (laughs) what are you gonna do uh over time the history of cena and some of its specific aims were codified into a coherent if unlikely backstory the group had been founded some years ago by j clifford prout senior and was being carried on by his son an alleged debate within cena was how
1: large an animal had to be to require clothing (laughs) <laughs> right because clothing every rabbit and chipmunk is too impractical but we can every, probably handle every horse every rat in new york city <laughs> needs a pair of overalls i don't think so um, it's my new uh, charity all right forget cars <laughs> forget cars for kids we need cars for rats all right these these rats need our help this does feel like a uh theo's like yearly rule like the way he <laughs> yeah, phrases <this>. it does
0: <laughs> the official position quoted by prout was quote any dog, cat, mm. horse, or cow that stands higher than four inches or longer than six inches. Oh, that's small.
1: Higher than four inches, small. that's small.
0: Slogans such as, quote, decency today means morality tomorrow. <laughs> and, <laughs> <I love that. laughs> and you're, you're going to fucking love this because this is my favorite thing. And quote, a nude horse is a root horse. <laughs> We're awkward. <laughs> I'm gonna start using that in my real life. Listen,
1: baby, a new, a new doors is a, a rude doors. We were like, huh, it rhymes, so there must be some wind system to it. But what does it mean? This has to be true. They rhymed. Yeah, they it. It rhymed. That's
0: oh, it's so one good. of my
1: favorite rhyming wisdoms is study long, study wrong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's something people legitimately say, and I think it's just such ass backwards advice. Basically, they're saying if you overthink something, you're gonna mess it up. But, but the phrasing of "study long, study wrong" is just yeah, <laughs> that's, that's also not true for everybody. Like they're trying, it's like you can study for a long time, but yeah. it's not studying wrong. Right, like you're right. on a big test or something
0: <laughs> stupid. So the the group received widespread American media coverage beginning with an appearance by J. Clifford Prout on NBC's Today Show on May 27th, uh, 1959. Uh, Press releases and media appearances continued for the next few years until the hoax was finally revealed in late 1962. So let's get into section support and anthems. There was no membership fee to join Sina as the official society policy for membership stated that, quote... You must only demonstrate a desire to be decent by clothing your animals, and in some instances, those of your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you have to, your just, neighbor's cat. Uh, 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 uh. If I came home and somehow my cat had pants,
1: <laughs> I would absolutely like, you'd go be like, ape shit. No, you'd be like, whose cat is this? Because clearly it can't be it would, my cat, because no one would be, be insane enough to put pants on my cat. My cat is an inside cat. They had to break in to put <laughs> to the pants in. on my cat. They saw it standing in the window and they thought a, a naked cat or what is it? A, a nude cat is a, a rude is cat. It's a rude cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the headquarters were located
0: at uh, 507th 5th Avenue, New York, New York. A real address which Abel used to receive Cena mail. Some letters were from people looking to subscribe to Cena's occasional newsletter. Others were from potential newsletter contributors, as the organization also sponsored mail-in essay writing contests, such as, quote, why I chose to be a decent person. <laughs> Cena also falsely claimed to have branch locations in London, Chicago, St. Louis, and San Francisco. Cena actually acquired ardent supporters, some of whom attempted to contribute a great deal of money to the organization. The money was invariably oh returned, as neither Abel nor Henry wished to be charged with mail fraud yeah, by good. accepting donations for a bogus charity. Yeah, these guys are actually like they could have, but they they did the right thing.
1: They had, but you know, when they got that first big check, they thought to oh, themselves, they must. They mm. think, should we make this thing? Should we go legit? This is a lot of money. Should hey, should we just double down and make this
0: real? Let's actually make a society. <laughs> yeah. insert, like it didn't fucking John Oliver like make a church for the same reason. <laughs> of you could just give him money. Uh, But anyway, uh, so in public appearances uh, and in letters accompanying a return money or or check, Prout was careful to note that the bylaws of the Sina prevented him from accepting donations as he was independently wealthy and financed the operation through his own private means. He therefore did not acquire financial assistance, which I think is a fun way, especially if if you're playing like a fancy rich boy character. Like, like, just be like, all my money. I'm Bruce Wayne, and this is my Batman. Like, <laughs> this is what I spent my money on. Nevertheless, the letters of support and offers of money aided Sina's false claims of gaining momentum. At one time, they claimed tens of thousands of members. They published a newsletter in in an issue of which is this anthem. So I'm going to read the anthem. Okay, the here Cena we go. Anthem. Buckle up. High on the wings of Cena, we fight for the future now. Let's clothe every pet and animal, whether dog, cat, or horse, or cow. <laughs> G. Clifford Prout, our president, he works for you and me. So clothe all you pets and join the march for world war, world war, <laughs> worldwide decency. <laughs> oh my God. Sina, that's our call, all for one and one for all, hoist our flag for all to see, waving for morality, (laughs) (laughs) onward we strive together, stronger in every way. All oh, mankind and his animal friends for Sina, S-I-N-A.
1: Oh my god. These guys really went too hard. The three verses? You know, Yo, it's a goof. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? You know what's even here's
0: the most insane thing, and I uh, at least one LP record inside Cena was released in
1: 1964. <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> and These I, guys...
0: I tr- tried to look for it, could not find any recordings of it. Is so if anyone, for, is please email a, it.
1: Is there a point for you at which they've gone too much into the bit? I know we love the commit to the bit. Do we need to reevaluate this? Is... this? They
0: didn't, I mean, this is not going hard to do a fun little anthem. Like that's the equivalent of doing a little poem in your little newsletter. I think it didn't get past No, but that to establish until...
1: a real address and you're really returning money and you're really like putting this all out into the world. At some oh, point. This is,
0: you... this is, I mean, for you and I, but this guy is a serial prankster. Oh my that God. Is I a... forgot.
1: I forgot. You know what? I you forgot. forgot he was a serial I forgot prankster, the creds. Yeah.
0: You know, you know, it's game. I got to recognize the game here. But by this time, by the by the time the record came out, the hoax had been exposed and Henry was no longer affiliated (gasps) with the project. Uh the record contained interview material with quote Bruce Spencer, uh IG i.e. Abel, G. Clifford Prout, was frequently referenced in the liner notes and spoken material, but did not not make an appearance. Um so the exposure, let's actually get into it. The hoax was exposed when staff staff on walter walter cronkite's cbs television news show recognized buck henry while broadcasting an interview of g clifford prouch by cronkite oh my god so so like literally he was he got to the point of being on Wal, walter cronkite's oh my <laughs> show god. Like on cbs in the fucking 50s and 60s when they had four uh. channels uh Henry was known to some of the crew as he had worked for CBS at the time, albeit in an, in another department. The interview was broadcast on August 21st, 1962, and Abel noted, quote, When Cronkite eventually found out that he'd been conned, and I was the guy behind it, he called me up. I'd never heard him that angry on TV. <laughs> this is the best part about it. Not about Hitler, Saddam Hussein, or oh Fidel g- Castro. He was furious with me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You, yeah, been pranked. And like, you son of a bitch. You fuck. Like, <laughs>
1: I, coming onto my show and pranking me. I can't believe They're it. like, Walter, I'm so sorry. Listen, I didn't mean to be- make you feel this way. Also, uh, one more thing. Eat my shorts. He's my shorts. <laughs> He's
0: like, oh, damn it.
1: <laughs> in 1963 time a Ar- uh, time article
0: formally exposed the hoax Abel managed to keep the newsletter going for several more years hoaxing members who had not seen or heard that cronkite episode or read the time article or who simply enjoyed the humor of the hoax the society for indecency to naked animals hoax was chronicled in abel's book the great american hoax published in 1966 so that is uh, the society for indecency to naked animals and that's also the end of our podcast
1: Theo. We're so we indecent. We just have to we have to go we have to stop podcasting so we can put some pants on, all right? Yeah, I don't wear pants cuz this is just a you don't you don't see anything It's an audio medium a, you shouldn't have to think about below my, my pants status, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Don't worry it's gotta about be free. it. That's my policy. Don't worry
0: about it. And you know what everybody? You're free. To give us a rating, give us a review, star ratings. We love to hear them if you've enjoyed the show. Remember, uh, it helps us with the algorithms and such. And also, if you want to send in a segment, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter, Segment City, or
1: YouTube is Segment City. And we'd like to give a very big thank you to someone in particular. Thank you to Rachel Robinson. She does our intro music, and she has other music that you can find on streaming platforms around the web. And some Ooh. say that she's, uh, well, I was going to yeah. say a professional prankster, but I don't know if that's something I want to, I don't know if she wants us to give that away. What do you think? Should we air that? I don't think Rachel could handle a prank. I think she could
0: handle a prank. I do think maybe if she was, like, I think she would maybe have that, like, I should just tell them. Like the, <laughs> I should <laughs> you, just tell them and get it go over. You crack
1: under the pressure? Yeah, maybe a little yeah, bit. She seems okay. too nice.
0: Too nice to, you gotta have That's a little true. bit of, of mean streak to bring That's true. Some people. say she's too nice. Yeah, but you know what's not nice? Death. Oh. Especially of the unusual variety. Oh. This is our ending segment, list of unusual deaths. This week is Henry II of France, who died the 10th of July, 1559. On the 30th of June, 1559, 50, 1559 a tournament was held near place de Vosges to celebrate the peace of de Cambresis and his longtime enemies the habsburg, habsburg of austria and to celebrate the marriage of his daughter elizabeth of Valos, to king philip ii of spain this is classic european history where they this just go like, like every this person this person names. yeah during a jousting match king henry wearing the colors of his mistress Diane de Poitiers uh, was wounded in the eye by a fragment of the splinter lance of <laughs> Gabrielle Montgomery, captain Captain of the king's Scottish guard. That is the most terrifying part about jousting to me, is getting like having a splinter. And, Are you like, kidding me?
1: Shatter. All of jousting sounds oh, yeah, horrifying
0: and barbaric. Uh, despite the efforts of royal surgeons Ambroge Pierre and
1: Andres Vesalius, <laughs> yeah, but at that the, time it was the, the royal surgeon was like, oh, there's a splinter in your eye. Let's put a leech on it see if sucks, it'll help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, dude, man. That's oh, uh,
0: the, this is this is the the worst. These are the best they got, and this is what they the court doc- doctors ultimately. Quote, advocated a wait
1: and see strategy. do <laughs> no, Doc. I'm coming to you in my hour of need. What are you going to do? You're going to fix me up, right? I don't know. I think we should wait and see if <laughs> uh,
0: Maybe the splinter will come out on hey, its maybe own. it'll come
1: out on its own. It was to say, you know?
0: Eyes kind of do that, they'll just kind of pop things out. <laughs> As a result, and this is probably the most, like, obvious thing in the world, the king's untreated eye and brain damage led to his death by sepsis on the 10th of oh July, God. 1559. Henry's death played a significant role in the decline of jousting as a sport, particularly in France. So, thank you, Henry II of France, for getting your fucking <laughs> ass beaten in a jousting tournament so everyone goes, maybe this is fucked up. Do you, <laughs> this is a, a terrible thought, but... is because right now there's a debate in football should we put tom cruise in like or like the president in <laughs> in football gear and have them get tackled and get break damage is Just that the only way that we like get safer with football yeah
1: right mm, maybe mm.
0: we'll leave well, you with that thought this is hey we're gonna end you because we had so many laughs whoa. haha we're but now end we now we have silent thoughts we're that kind of podcast we make you laugh and think
1: oh my god